Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Cody Redfield, hello. Hello. Josh Needle, hello. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He hates movie theaters. I think he was just waiting to see it with his friends, which is even yeah. more even more offensive, if you ask me. But, yep. Um, we are here, you and I, Cody. Cody Redfield. Cody James yes. Redfield. Mm-hmm. Cody Peter Redfield. Nope. Co- is it James? Yeah. Oh. Did I know that? I'm sure. I don't think I knew that. Oh, that's weird. Wow. Cool. What's my middle name? Can you, know. you give me your initials? MDM. David? No. Dean? No. Donald? Yes. <laughs> yes. I've changed it so it's now Donald. I actually don't know what it is. You were closer with David. It's biblical. What other... Di- what? Daniel. Ah, oh, fuck. You're right. Got him. Boom. Well played. <laughs> it's, it's Moses, but the D is silent. So, <laughs> no. To Moses. To Moses. <laughs> uh, anyways, Cody, uh, we just both got back from the men's rights rally. Yes, we did. Because, you know, as Caucasian 20-something-year-old males... We're we, under attack. We obviously... No, not, not only we're under attack, but we obviously have it the worst of anybody. That's just objectively true. It's objective. We're kidding, of course. But, um. He's kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Captain Marvel talk. Uh, do you want to just dive right into it or do you want to. Do you have anything you want to talk about, about first? I want to. Tell me what's going. Take me through a day in the life of Cody James Redfield. I'm not going to do that. That's boring. <laughs> what? It, what's, what's annoying you? What are you excited about right now? What are you looking forward to? Just any, anything that is on. Your redhead. I don't have a red hair. I know, it's a red field redhead. I don't know. Oh, Just tell um, me. Star Wars. What about it? Um, it's coming out soon. <laughs> Good. <laughs> have you been to, uh, uh... What? Have you been to Cinemapolis? Please sponsor us lately. When I went and saw that World War One documentary. Oh. Oh, you saw that. Yes, it did. Is there a reason that it wasn't nominated for an Oscar? I mean, the I didn't see it, but the Rogers doc didn't get nominated either, so I think it was just a weird year. Because that should have won. Really? Yeah, it was great. I know you didn't like it because you hate history, but... No, I liked it. I liked it. Mm, I read your review. And I gave it three and a half stars. You hated it. I gave it, it was just, parts of it didn't move great. You just don't appreciate good film. I get it. Listen, I know JFK is your favorite movie. Yes. And I've never seen it. I'm not, I wasn't, I was gonna go and make fun of you for it, but I've actually never seen it. You should watch it. So, mm, I'm I mean, probably not gonna do that. I've ran several studies. I have crunched the numbers, and I've determined that it's the best movie ever made, so like. That's just not true. <laughs> I mean, I've, I'm it telling, might be true. I don't think it's true. Alien is a movie that exists. I'm telling. I've crunched the numbers, Cody. The numbers don't lie. Are they like Shakira's uh, hips? Yes. It's Kevin Costner plus 1960s setting plus uh, 
politics plus democracy equals greatest film. I'm just, that's, that's the numbers. Those are the numbers I've crunched. That's what I've come out with. So sorry. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a fact, man. Well, since I'm not there, obviously I, you, you need to go twice as much for me. Yeah, I you need to get a, to do that. Every an hour away from Ithaca now. You need to get a bigger, one bigger popcorn than you would normally get. And <laughs> just keep keep my presence because I miss I miss I miss Ithaca more than almost anything not cat related in in uh in the old CNY. Ithaca's so great. Portland, New York. God, I mi- I don't miss any place in Portland. Really. It's it's I mean, it's like there's just nothing there, man. There's nothing there. Very niche uh, reflex talk, by the way. Discussing a our hometowns, a mid tier populated county in the New York in New York State. So shout out to shout out to the Cortland. Um, well, shouldn't they? I, I feel like that's just the opposite of what we were talking about. How's you that? don't want a shout out for them. You hate them. I mean, I still want to shout them out. Oh. It's like shout out, shout out to to the old Corland. Um, That's fair. Buzz for us has begun. It showed at South by Southwest. People are talking, saying that it's on par with uh, with Get Out. I've seen a couple people saying that it's not as good, but I think the main sentiment is that it's on the a similar, maybe not the same, but a similar level as Get Out. I just hope he doesn't get um like stuck. Making these types of movies. I'd like to see him make a different type of movie. I think he's got momentum. And, you know, Get Out, I'm, I'm assuming this shares a lot of similarities with Get Out. And it's, you know, and it just was what was freshest on his mind. And something that he could just make more money with. I mean, I know that sounds like a cynical thing to say. But, you know, the fact that if he has two movies back to back that are modestly budgeted and get a high return of like, you know five times their budget. He'll be able to make whatever he wants. Pretty much. He's like, he hasn't, he's just building up, I think, Mojo, not Mojo, but he's just Box building office up. Mojo. Yeah, he's just, he's building up goodwill so he can get a blank check next. And I think that's pretty exciting. So, cause I just hope he doesn't make a comedy if I'm being honest. No, I think he's pretty much put that to bed. Like he, he had his comedic side. And <laughs> That's good. How do you think, uh, that other guy from Keen Peel feels? Oh, he feels great. He's doing just as, not just as well, but he's doing. Uh, I don't think he's near, nearly as popular. Um, no, um okay, okay, not. let me, um, I don't think he's as successful <laughs> as no. Jordan Peele's men. I mean, how, but. Cause how like he this? keeps getting movies, but I feel like, Okay, but just artistically, this year, artistically, he's right. more successful. Right. But if you want to talk commercially, Keegan Michael Key is going to be in Toy Story Four and Lion King this year. Oh yeah, he's he's huge. Yeah, and it's not like a Keenan and Kel situation. Yeah, Kel, I'm pretty sure Kel's dead. He's not. I'm fairly certain. I think he was like on Degrassi or something like that. Pretty much the same thing. Um, Essentially. But yeah, no, no, Keith Michael Key's doing all right. And he was in Predator, which was kind of like, I don't blame him for taking that, because like, you know, Shane Black and Predator and all that fun stuff. Wow, Predator did not make its money back, really. $88 million budget, $160 million box office. Well, that's because it was bad. That's true. That was very, very, very bad. 
Um, let's see, coming up, Detective Pikachu is coming up. It's gonna stoked on that. Stoked. Yeah. Nice. Me too. I think that's that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be the story of the year is Detective Pikachu. Because it's just, it's just gonna be so huge. So huge. And they're already gonna, they're gonna have like a sequel out in 2021, probably going up against Batman or something like that. And it's just gonna be <laughs> the biggest thing. Just the biggest thing ever. I'm, s- I'm surprised they haven't made a live action movie yet. Well, the technology, man. Like the, the Pokemon looks so good because they have the money for them. They didn't It's like that scene in Steve Jobs. <gasps> I'm not even kidding. Do you remember that scene? It's at the end of the, uh, second act. Where he's like, oh yeah, the yeah. Russians put a mirror, and they put it up without knowing how they were going to get it back. They were hoping the technology would catch up. Yeah, that's where I was. Such a great movie. The technology just didn't catch up in time. All right, let's. I'm just going to pull up the script. I'll send it to you, and we'll just do a reading. <laughs> Sounds like fun to me. God, that's such a great movie. Um, I think if we ever do oh launch Patreon, we should do something like that. Script readings would be fun. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know to, if it, um... We'd have to act, and neither of us are good act... Not I'm even good actors. Actor. Okay. Uh, did you hear the bad news from today, Cody? What happened today? Rumor has it that... And it... The fact that the movie made so much money and won Oscars makes me think it's pretty much gonna happen. Like, 99% sure, certain. Bohemian Rhapsody, there's discussions of a sequel. How? I don't know. I think this is... this stupidest thing i've heard since josh said taxation was theft um <laughs> shout out to our text chains just sorry josh i love you but that's so dumb um we're in a very niche episode today very niche episode <laughs> uh like i don't thinking of it like from an objective standpoint like just looking at that movie they kind of already shot their shot with that they yes. already moved around his life so like oh he found out AIDS about AIDS before Live Aid, and like, I just it doesn't make like you're just gonna completely further extrapolate on that lie, and just like picking up right after Live Aid ends, and it's like, what do you mean you have AIDS, Freddy? You know, and it's just gonna be that for two. I've hours. got it. Like, no, Cody. <laughs> if I could say, if I could just outright cancel any project in cinema at all, it's either it's I mean. It's Avengers Endgame, just to make the fanboys sad, but second place would be Bohemian Rhapsody, too. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It's so, and, like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's, it's a brave idea, cause like, for all the biopics that, that we've had, nobody's really made it an outright sequel to them. So, you know, as far as I know, I mean, think of the best biopics, like, straight out of Compton get, didn't get a sequel. Steve Jobs won't get a sequel, it should. Like, how Walk the line, sequel? the next three Apple launches, and then it's that. Um, Walk the line didn't get a sequel. I'm sure I'm missing a million. Like Glory didn't get a sequel. You know, <laughs> Glory's not a biopic, but I mean, it's based on a true story kind of movie. <laughs> okay, so like Social Network, like Social Network's probably the closest we've gotten, and even then, I think that's probably a pipe dream because Sorkin's so busy and Fincher just doesn't want to make movies anymore, which just makes me sad. So Is that true. I don't, I'm interested in this just for the what this could mean for biopics like i think it'd be kind of cool if biopics became franchises i don't know mm. <laughs> or like you're not limited to telling someone's story in one movie you can kind of stretch it out a little bit if it's worth stretching um 
just just not with this property, <laughs> not with this story, because they've already bungled it up enough. So it's just going to be further digging themselves a hole and lying about the life of their friend. Yeah, but nobody cares about that, unfortunately. I care. I know. I feel like we're the only people <laughs> that do. Let's play a game of guessing Bohemian Rhapsody's letterbox score, just to make ourselves feel sad. Four. I'll go, four? Three and a half. I'll go 3.3, 3, which is way, way too high. I think that's my new Greatest Showman, by the way. Where just everything... No, this year's Greatest Showman. Yeah. Well, it's like, it rolls over, you know. It's 3.4, and... 14% of those are five-star reviews, so just can... God, can we just let the nukes start flying already? Uh, you know I've been advocating for that since day one. Karam 2012, blown away and speechless how much I love... How much love I have for this film. Rami Malek embodied the soul of Freddie Mercury and well-deserved Oscar. God, guy doesn't even have a profile picture. What a chump. Okay, that's in German. <laughs> oh my god. Remy Malik is 2018's Academy Award winning Best Actor for a Reason. The whole nope. cast and crew should be truly proud of this movie, which pays homage to the Band of Queen. The Band of Queen? What? Their music and the legacy Freddie will forever have. Legends. Lewis Movie Boy, you're not listening, but I want you to know you're wrong. <laughs> Find Jake from Ohio's review. <laughs> Jake from Ohio, watch it and let us know what you think, if you're listening. I hope you are. Hope you're well, buddy boy. If you're real. If you're real. That's not just Josh's burner. <laughs> um, let's see. That was, yeah, that was the only main bit of news. Like, there was a rumbling early, a couple days ago, of, like, Nolan's new movie would be Inception Cross with uh, North by Northwest, which his camp said was not true. So, the wait game continues for that. And avatars haven't been canceled yet, though they should. So we're just kind of in a little bit of a lull. No big trailers. They haven't been canceled yet. They should. Absolutely. I was I was at a theater the other day, and I was kind of I w- was waiting in line for a couple minutes. And on one of the TVs, they were showing advertisement, like they were showing trailers on a loop. And one of them was Hellboy. What do you think of Hellboy? Um, those trailers make the movie look really bad. I like the Ron Perlman ones. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be very good. Right. Hmm. It looks intriguing, but the Ron Perlman Del Toro vision definitely is... mm, I like it more than this one. So, Mm. whatever. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Let's dive headfirst into Captain Marvel. I keep having these memories. Something in my past is the key to all of this. You know how to fly this thing? We'll see. That's a yes or no question. Yes. Would you like to know what you really are? I think I had a life here. What are you telling me? Question. 
Good movie or bad movie? Um, in the middle. Gad movie? I'm, it's a boring movie. <laughs> Does that doesn't that make it bad though? Kinda. So you're gonna lean in on the side of bad. I'm not. I didn't care for this movie as much as other people did. And by other people, you mean other people? Other humans? Got it. Good to know. Um, the goose was easily best part of the movie. Easily the best part of the movie, and he wasn't in it that much. Like actual goose, like CG goose was in there a lot, but not IRL <laughs> Goose Boy. Like I, I changed my back my uh, background at work, my background picture, desktop picture, I should say, mm-hmm. to him and. He's ju- he's such a handsome little man, and he does. Well, you like him because he looks like Edge or not Edge or whoever. Get it right. Which one is it? Jonah. Sorry. And it's the Edge, by the way. Thank you. Your cat's name is the Edge too. Yeah. Okay. I don't have Sorry. one. I have one named the Edge, not one named Edge and one named the Edge. He is just okay. the one. I, I figure. Sorry, that's the not... Edge. I'm, don't. I'm, Sorry. Don't disrespect me, Cody. So, listen, listen. I I won't get that wrong again. I'm. Yeah, you better hope. Who so. named your cat Jonah? My sister. Because he was he was supposed to be for her, and then he's like, Nah, I don't like this person. So he he became my buddy. So I just it was too late to change. Not that cats really care. Ninety eight percent of cats don't acknowledge their name, and the other two percent that do are just like magic cats, losers. So. They just, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Um, but Goose, very good boy. Yes. So precious. So handsome. Uh, I don't feel like the, is it right to say the character, I guess, lived up to the hype? Cause like, you know, the chatter that you got before, I was like, Goose steals the show. And I was expecting something more than him going all tentacly at the yeah. end. Spoilers, I guess. But, you know, it was just, it was nice to not have to listen to the exposition and speeches and just watch little Goosey Boy. So, um, and I that, and that's not a meme. It really isn't. I he I got excited to see him, and the rest of the movie was just it happened. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, next place, next order of business, I guess, is the titular character. So I actually liked the plot of this movie, though. Really? I need to make that clear, is that I, I liked the plot of this movie. Follow-up question. Yeah. Why? Because I thought it was interesting. Um, it dealt with genocide, which is a really heavy topic, which I think was interesting for Marvel to go for. But still, I'll tell you why I thought the movie was boring. Why did you think the movie was boring? It was because Brie Larson was boring. <laughs> this is such... Let's acknowledge now that talking about this movie and her specifically is such a landmine. Because, like, the whole chatter going on of, like, people review bombing this movie before it came out because she said truthful things that they just didn't want to hear is just kind of swallowed the discussion about this movie. So, like, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but, like... Nobody would care if this wasn't like you could talk about this pretty mu- pretty freely if stupid people didn't turn it into such a hot button issue. Mm-hmm. And so when you know if in different circumstances us saying yeah Brie Larson was kind of boring she just wasn't 
she didn't have the magnetism that somebody like Gal Gadot has or RDJ has or whatever. And, you know, Ben Affleck doesn't really have it in his Justice Leagues, in, in the Justice League movie. So saying that is just a lot bigger of a thing now. And it shouldn't be because, like, it's just a movie. But for some people, movies are, comic book movies especially, are an obsession and how they base their own self-worth. So now we have to give disclaimers before we say something that in any other circumstance is just a normal thing to say. But Well, now that that's out of the way. Um, she was boring. She was incredibly boring. She didn't have fun making this movie. Well, I, I think she did. It's just like, look, let's look at Ben Affleck. BVS, I think most people are in agreement that like he's really, he's not really good. Like, he's not Oscar good, but he's good in Batman vs. Superman. Because he cares. But then, when you go into something like Justice League, which, in truth, he may not have been fully into when he was making it, but that, because of the directors, and whether Snyder or Whedon or whoever it was, but just because of the change and because of having to edit that two different performances from two different shooting sessions together made the performance seem choppy. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen here to, as far as I know, like there, the movie was, had some reshoots, but not a ton. But it, it feels like a similar thing of like some moments she's pretty good. And then in others, it just seems like she hasn't been given any direction, much less a direction. And I just, it never seemed like she was enjoying herself in this movie. Her woos sounded like they were just, they were unenthusiastic. I think Jude Law did a better job in this movie than she did. Yeah, maybe. And like, I'm not. Also, really, just like Jude Law. So that's true. That's very fair. Jude Law is pretty great. Um, Handsome. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know. If, think we're ever going to really have an answer of who to put the blame, whose feet to put the blame at? Because, like you said, every, you know, Jackson and Jude Law are both pretty solid and just for some reason like do you remember that scene i think they showed in the trailer a few times when her and sam jackson are in that like bar and she shoots her laser for the first time Uh that's one moment and there were a couple others i just don't recall off the top of my head but that moment in particular felt like they were editing around her performance where like you hear her talking but like you stay on samuel l jackson or whoever's reaction a little longer than you normally would and just maybe that's an editing choice or maybe she just didn't have it that day for some reason or whatever. But I don't know. It's, she just wasn't good, Cody. I don't know. And I don't know what happened. It's, it's really surprising to me that this is the same actress that was in room. Yeah. I'm not, or or even Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim close. Cause she was charisma through the roof and Scott Pilgrim. She was just dripping with it. Pretty much. And I understood was, why Scott wanted to date her. Yeah, she was funny. She was just quippy without being annoying, which is kind of quippy being annoying is sort of the MCU actors in, the, <laughs> in their handbook. Um, just quip as much as possible. Well, it's just because that's what Robert Downey Jr. does. Yeah, so like everybody and, has to mimic him. Which is unfortunate. I, I also didn't feel like this leaned into the comedy that much. That's true. So maybe that's why it didn't seem like a very lively performance, because she either didn't get 
the chances to, or everybody else did but her. So by comparison, she seems not as good. That's a distinct possibility. What we're trying to say is Goose should have been the lead. He should have been Captain Marvel. Yeah, sure. I mean, we can strawman my argument. <laughs> Well, um, okay. No, let me, no, I don't think. Let me sound like an idiot here. Can you explain what straw man is to me? I don't understand what it means. I've heard it used, but I don't even contextually. I haven't been able to get it. It's just um, creating. You're, you know, when you're having like a discussion with someone and you say, "Oh, you're just doing this," or "You're saying that." You're you're making the person's argument for them mm. when you shouldn't be because it's not always what they mean. Got it. That's essentially what it means. At least that's what I've, um, that's how I've interpreted it. I might be wrong. Hmm. You could also just look it up. I'm fine not knowing. I'm okay knowing. I just, eh, gross. Um, it just seems like such a Tucker Carlson thing to say. Like, oh, don't straw man me, bro. It's like, no, that's what you're saying. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, other... Don't you ever compare me to Tucker Carlson again? Sorry, he's such a douchebag. I hate Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Did you see? He's the one that just got like in trouble, right? No, he didn't get. He got. Well, he called on this radio show like a bunch of times and said horrible, obscene things. And his response was, "Well, watch my show to see how you think." Or, "Oh, come debate me," because that's what small men can't help but invite people to debate them. It's just <laughs> the thing for them. I don't know. It's like if AOC got a dollar every time some pale white dude asked her to debate him, debate them, she would have enough to like, I don't know, build the wall herself. I don't know. It's just, it's such a stupid thing. But, uh, other people in this movie, Samuel Jackson, very good. Yes, I agree. See, her and, I think it's safe to say that her and Brie Larson were the co-lead, maybe not the co-leads, but oh, they were he, the, You mean he and Brie Larson? Yes, yes. Okay. They were the two leads of the movie. Uh, here, how, how I can best compare this to is she is Hayden Christensen and he is Ewan McGregor in the prequels, where like Ewan is a pretty solid actor and he knows kind of to ignore things and just, yeah, I know you want me to do this, but I know that's not going to work, so I'm going to do my But Obi-Wan wouldn't do that. No, not Obi-Wan wouldn't do that, but he's like, as an acting choice, it's like, I'm not going to, I'm just going to do my thing because I'm Sam L. Jackson. And Brie Larson felt like Hayden Christensen, where she's just trying to, she's sort of, this is her first big, big movie, so she's sort of just following orders, and maybe is why she isn't taking as many, not risks, but she just isn't. <laughs> but she isn't uh, Sam, Sam Jackson knows that he's a staple at this point. Yeah, and it's like, I know better than these two, because they've made three movies, and I'm I, Sam Jackson, I've worked with every great director multiple times, so like... You've ever seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah, like, Tarantino cast me in everything, so you think I'm going to listen to you guys who's made who've made Sugar ten years ago? No thanks. I'm the greatest. <laughs> It just, and not that Ewan McGregor was that big, but he definitely had some, a little bit of arrogance to be like, yeah, George Lucas, I, I know what you're trying to do, but no. No. I'm not saying these guys are George Lucas, like the two directors, just it, it felt like that to me. Um, Ben Mendelsohn, people saying he's a scene stealer, thought he was fine. He was okay. He wasn't even the best scroll though. Who was the best scroll? The science officer. Oh yeah, he's, I liked him. Uh, He's just like, mm. That's exactly how I would act. <laughs> I can I can vouch for that. Um, oh my gosh, uh, Demon Hunsu. 
I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry, dude. Who? Uh, the one of the guys on the Jude Law's team. The, the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. Yes. Wasn't he? Wasn't oh, he Guardians he's in that of the too? Galaxy? Yeah, yeah, he was. Now I think about it. God, he's so lazy with their casting. The uh, villain from Guardians of the Galaxy is back. Yeah, yeah. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> Fan service, maybe, but he was in another one, wasn't he? Oh, who? Karath, Hanusa's character, was the same one from Guardians. So he's the same guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's fun. Uh, Lashana Lynch is Marie Rambo. It's fine. Who was that? Uh, her friend. When she, like, when who thought she died with, you know, with a daughter. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Annette Bening yeah. was in this movie for eight seconds. And she was fine. Sure. That's, Clark Gregg was back, and then Jude Law. Definitely Jude Law won the movie, as far as I'm concerned. Really he is my him. favorite. Yeah. Sorry. Just, he's, he's Jude Law, man. He's Jude Law. And that's true. That's true. Um, speaking of Jude Law, the villain twist, why, Cody? Why not? But why? But, um, why not? Cause I, cause villain twists suck. Like, Incredibles uh, 2 wasn't great. Dark Knight Rises didn't like it. Pixar does it all the time. Too many to name. It's like, it just, it seems like you're wasting movie when you do a villain twist. That you can just do whatever. You can just have a villain at the outset. You don't need to have a twist. You can have them become a villain, like Harvey Dent, sure, but you don't need to just get a little twist of Rooney in there. It just seems like it wastes time. Thoughts? It was whatever. And I wasn't like overly offended by it. What were you overly offended by in this movie? Her performance. Especially knowing that she wants to kill every single man. Sarcastic. That's just nothing. That has nothing to I don't give a shit about that. Right. Um I had no idea what she said or why people were so upset about it. But what she said was that like press representation is like skewed to you know white dudes and that it'd be nice to get more diverse people in the press rooms to interview her and covering the movie and reviewing the movie and all that stuff which is perfectly legitimate perfectly sound of mind and that's turned into brie larson wants to get a bunch of people fired because of their skin color and she's just like no i want to bring more seats to, to the table not give not put different people in the seats and they're just like yeah it really, really sounds like she's trying to uh kill all men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the joke's on them because this movie made four hundred and fifty-six million dollars, the seventh biggest opening weekend for a Marvel movie, MCU movie, I should say. <laughs> and it's probably gonna not probably it's gonna make a billion. So, way to go, sad boys! You did it. You helped this movie make a billion dollars. But if it wasn't for us, it would only make one billion instead of one billion and five hundred dollars. It's like, okay, good for you. I'm glad. (sighs) This movie was set in 1995. Year after I was born. Year you were born. Yeah. That's fun. It's a fun bit of lore for all of us. Did the 90s stuff cringy or not? No. I thought thought it was fine. The Radio Shack thing was cringy for me, but the rest of the movie didn't make it like, oh, this is the 90s. Like, other than her t-shirt, I felt like... 
after the Best Buy Radio Shack bid, it played it pretty straight. Blockbuster. What'd I say? Best Buy. Same thing. Best Buy still exists. Same thing. Blockbuster still exists. There's one. There's one. There's one. There's one. There's one. Are we arguing? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Question. Actually, why why don't you throw some more likes at me? What did I like? Um, like I said, I thought the plot was pretty interesting. Okay. I liked um, the genocide twist. I thought that was pretty interesting. I liked some of the callbacks to the other movies, like it being about the Tesseract. And I don't know much about the MCU, but doesn't that like doesn't that like contradict some stuff? No. But didn't wasn't the test? Didn't they get the tesseract from the ocean? Where Cap- Captain America like, died to hang out with it? I don't remember. Okay, but it's not. I don't think that it is uh, crazy to assume that the Kree or whatever could get it from the bottom of the ocean. No, but Captain. No, but Annette Benning had it when she died. Yeah, she was a Cree, remember? Oh, that's true. That was the plot twist. Yeah, right, right. That was one of two okay. plot twists. I, I'll sound, I'm fine sounding ignorant on this because I read, I got, I found an article explaining like the timeline of the Tesseract and I got two paragraphs in before I wanted to blow my brains out. So I was just, <laughs> I'm, I was just hoping you knew to explain it easier, but that's fine. I mean, I, it, I could care less whether or not the Tesseract is in the right place for the right time. For the lore. It means nothing to me, so whatever. Uh, question for you. Military propaganda, yes or no? Mm, not really. I was, I say yes. Yeah? Yeah. Cause like they did, they had some of like the Air Force mantras and like, you know, all the plane porn and just like, I don't know. I don't like, and, and a lot of their promotional stuff has been, you know, of, photo ops of them doing military stuff and being taught by the military. I'm just like, eh, I don't like that. I know. I don't think it's like mm, propaganda is a strong word to use. It's propaganda because like movies like that Benghazi movie with Jim Halpert exist. Never saw that, but that's propaganda too. That is straight propaganda. Pretty interesting movie though. How Fox news is it? It's not overtly Fox News. I can tell you the name Hillary Clinton never shows up. <laughs> so when so when John Krasinski goes to like kill the last guy, he's just like, "Take that, crooked Hillary." He says that right. He when he gets shot, he goes, "I wish Hillary Clinton cared about me." <laughs> Does the MAGA hat show up in a lot of scenes, or is it only a couple? The entire scene. Wow. The entire movie is just... It actually takes place inside of a manga hat. Wow. Is that the twist? Yeah, it's fucked up. It's pretty crazy. Pretty Only sure that movie came out before the election. How curse is... Yeah, probably. But how curse is it that Michael Bay made a movie about Benghazi? It's like, God. It seems like an Onion article. But it's like mm-hmm. actually happened. That's pretty much what this last three years has been. Of like, hey, look at these Onion articles coming to life. Which has been horrifying. Um... I say military propaganda just because I don't like it. Like, I don't like a giant corporation partnering with the U.S. military to make a movie about, like, be a fighter pilot. 
if you get if you get hurt, we're not going to help you out because we don't do that. But be a fighter pilot. It's like ugh, gross. Um, why do the scrolls and Kree hate each other? I don't know. Would you say that's a significant part of the movie? I think it's because um, they explained it somewhere that I think the the Kree are some like huge military collective or like set of alliance, like a NATO nation, like a NATO kind of thing. Yeah. But in this scroll don't want to join them. But I don't, I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. One side's trying to do a genocide though. I just, for the movie, I just thought like, that's, that's why like, I don't think you needed the villain twist. Cause like if, if you can just play it straight from the beginning, I guess of, you know, Jude Law good, Cree bad, or the opposite, the other direction, I guess. Cree good, Jude Law bad. Then you could spend time fleshing out that particular storyline, so then I don't have to ask why they are so, like, why they're enemies, why they're against each other, why one wants to wipe out the other. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, it just always feels like a villain twist, like Dark Knight Rises or whatever. Just could always be time better spent somewhere else, and it rarely is like, oh, well, the movie, it all came together for me when they did the villain twist. And, um, like, usual suspects, sure, it works, but not, I don't think for this. I think it'd been fine if they just played it the straight narrative, but, um, but you gotta get that immigration metaphor in there because topical, <sighs> well intentioned, but just stop. Uh, action sequences were, is it me or were they just bad? They're boring. Like even like she's got, she can fire blast like energy out of her hands and she's still like punching people. Like the, that fight at the end where she's just going, just throwing down with a bunch of the uh, Jude Law's guys and she's just like, blast them. You got cannons like on your that arms. Part, actually, the rest of them, like I didn't like the scene where she went and fought the spaceships. I thought that was just dumb. Where she fought the spaceships. Yeah, I remember she went and fought a bunch of spaceships. Like the warheads? I like that scene. Yeah, I think we're on opposite ends of the spectrum right now. I don't remember their her fighting spaceships. Yikes. Yeah, she fights the little dog pilots and or the little uh, fighter planes. Oh. And then um Lee Pace is like Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll retreat for now. Right, right. But we'll be yeah. back for the weapon. What weapon, sir? The Tesseract? No, the girl. Even though that's not what Lee Pace sounds like in this movie. <laughs> Surprised you remember that, though. Good for you. Way to go, man. Uh, I'm not surrounded. Okay. I just, I just thought, like that Lee Pace was in this movie. I thought for all the potential that that character has and all the cool stuff that she can do, I just felt like they undersold it. Maybe oversold it, because like, they're... She's kind of like the ringer, you know? You know in every good sports movie where the coach goes and finds the really good player to come save the day? Yeah. She's that, but the MCU, and after, like, <laughs> deep pull here, but let's just say she's no Kelly Lake, Cody. I don't know what that is. It's a Bad News Bears reference. She seems more like Kyle's cousin Kyle from South Park. <laughs> Even better sports reference. Oh my god. Can you, can you guys not throw it so hard? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I don't, like, do you feel like that at all? Like she was the stinger at the end of Infinity War after everybody died. It's like the pager, and then they 
she's the last movie to come out before Endgame. So they're like, she's set up to be this enormous, like, you know, she can, meme aside, she can defeat Thanos' character. And I don't know, she's, after seeing this movie, I just don't see it. I think she could, they set her up as basically being invincible. Yeah, but like, I I was hoping for some moment where, like a definitive moment where she really, like, without any hesitation, like the warhead moment would have been a perfect, because you got all those warheads coming in, just have her just blast them, and, you know, to smithereens, every single one of them, they're gone, and then just come out and scare those other guys away. But instead, she, she takes the warhead, it, like, pushes her down, and she, yeah, she pushes it back up to knock all the other ones out, but, like, Iron Man could do that, right? The Hulk could do that, right? Thor could Iron do Man that. Could, Thor could do that. New Thor definitely could do that. So, like, does that make sense, though? Yeah, I, I buy your argument. She's, and, I mean, obviously she's going to be a deus ex machina. That's, I've accepted that. That's, hmm. they've, they've telegraphed that's exactly what they're going to do. But, like, have a more powerful one? I don't know. It's, it's just felt like it was undersold. And they did make a big deal of like, oh, I've been, she's been fighting with one hand behind, tied behind her back. And I was like, oh, now she's going to go nuts. And she kind of went half nuts. Well, she gets to use her woman powers now. That's true. But like, I just, that your emotions, they're holding you back. Yeah. Let's nah. count, let's count the amount of times where we see her emotions hold her back. Never. Oh, that's right. That never happened. Even though it was her arc. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, so the Russos, to their credit, and maybe I guess this is more of a Marcus and McFeely thing, but you know, maybe this is just directing performances. So I'll give credit to whoever. I did not like Doctor Strange in his solo movie. Thought he was just kind of like a nothing character, and the movie didn't overall hit me there very hard. But as far as performances go. Doctor Strange ranks in like my top three or four for Infinity War. So I guess I'm holding out hope that the Russos can and Marcus and McFeely can make her good in Avengers, but I'm not optimistic, I guess. You think? I, I hope so. I think she can be a good character, and I think Brie Larson can be great in these movies. She just needs the right the right script and the right people guiding her her performance and i just don't think this was it and you know it's just it feels like such a it feels it feels like jackson maine pissing his pants before at the grammys which is like oh all the eyes are on you and you've got such a big moment coming up and you just ruined it and not and they didn't even ruin it though like rotten tomatoes rating is strong the box office is great it's just but i feel like everybody who i follow on letterboxd it's probably if, if Rotten Tomatoes was people I follow in Letterboxd, this movie would be like at forty or thirty percent. And I and it's, I don't follow MRA people. I follow a lot of different people, and just they all seem to be coming down that this is a bad movie. And well, I don't think it's a bad movie. Like I said, um, I just I think it could have been better. Yeah, I mean, you could say that about any movie, really. No, except, but I don't think it's except bad. except Steve Jobs and JFK, of course. Uh, well, <laughs> JFK, just just JFK, JFK and Social Network. Those cannot be any better than they are. What is better than what's what could you make better about Steve Jobs? I don't like the daughter at the end. 
I feel like you Scully were. is the emotional through line, and it, the movie should be about Jobs and Scully, not Jobs and his daughter. But that's a, a minor quarrel with the movie. Let's just t- turn this into a Steve Jobs podcast. Other likes and dislikes for Captain Marvel. Um, I don't know. The cat was good. Goose was great. Um, <laughs> is there anything sadder than people being legitimately upset slash annoyed? About how Samuel Jackson lost his eye. No, I think that's hilarious. People are upset about that, Cody. Like, actually, like I can't watch the 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 Winter Soldier the same way ever again. It's like really. They realize that he got his eye taken off by a space god, right? But to them, he's a cat. And even, either way, not. it's who cares? It's like a it's a side character and a tiny detail, and. Like, get a life, I guess? I hate to say that. It's one of my least favorite phrases. But if Samuel Jack, if how a character in a comic book movie gets his eye cut out is legitimately upsetting to you, then, like, yeah. Find something to get better upset about. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it just doesn't matter. And I thought it was a, it was a funny bit, I guess. It's like the Excuse me. You are, you're fine. Mostly because of my son Goose, but whatever. See, guys, I scratched out by a space god in the form of a cat, so what? Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. It's just propaganda, military propaganda, bad kino, whatever. Uh, any further thoughts, likes, dislikes, questions, theories? Triggering no, moments. Not really. No. It's a pretty middle of the road movie. That's fair. This may be a daunting question, so feel free to. Because I guess you probably you don't keep a list because you're a bad person. Where does this rank in the MCU for you? I don't know. Probably somewhere around yes. Iron Man two and Ant Man two. So at the bottom. Pretty low. Yeah. Right now, it's not as bad as Thor one, but it's actually pretty on par with Thor one. Like not as bad as Thor two, that's for sure. Yeah, I like Thor one. Thor one's a nice movie. Currently, I have it 18th out of 21, with it just above Iron Man three because that's terrible. Thor: The Dark World because that's terrible, and Ant Man: The Wasp because that is just terrible. But terrible, very terrible. Right behind Civil War and uh, Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok. Because as we all know, Thor Ragnarok is a bad movie. That's not true. Black Panther. I, I, uh, I also hate to do this, but after Black Panther especially, for them to make this in a similar, like, hey, we're doing, you know, we're bringing, we're stretching out the demographics of this universe. For that, for them to go from that to this is just sad. <laughs> It's sad how much, how significantly better that movie is than this one, just from every comic book or just random movie perspective. And then you got, you know, you got Avengers and Ant-Man or whatever in between, but still, it's like their last two envelope-pushing movies. One is great, and one is this. Hmm. I don't understand that. It does not make sense, Cody. It gets me more excited for... um Endgame. 
this movie did. Yeah. Endgame will be fun. I'm honestly looking forward to that one. It seems like it's got a little bit of Days of Future pastiness to it. So, so are we going to have to go to see that movie again? Days of Future Past? opening night? I uh, know. Um, Endgame? Yeah, on opening night. If you want to come to the city, sure. Why don't you come to town? Uh, when does that come out? End of August. Or, sorry, end of April. Uh, oof, definitely not. No, definitely not. That's my busiest weekend of, like, the next few months, so. No, thank you. Thanks, Nice. Yeah. Come to the city. Come to the city for that. That sounds even worse. We'll car, we'll get a cab, we'll drive around, and we'll car cast. <laughs> Don't think our Uber driver will hate that? I mean, probably, but fuck him, we're paying him. That's true. Drive us around the city, boy. I think you have to, like, give him a destination, but maybe we can just, like, ask him to keep going. Um, unrelated note, what do you think my Uber rating is? Five. Five? Yeah. You're close. I have a 4.68, which is almost close to being nice. Somebody didn't like you. Yeah. It's honestly upsetting. Who who in their right mind? Oh, that it doesn't tell you what ratings people give you. That sucks. Well, go to hell. I, I wonder what I did, though, to be a four-star four star ride. Hmm. Uh, anyways, get off the topic of Uber for a second, <laughs> best we can. Uh, great for Captain Marvel, the movie. Five and a half. 4.5 for me, dog. 4.5. Wow. Pretty low episode. Let it be known, though, that when it rolls around, I will vote, most likely, for a female in the Democratic primary. And by most likely, I mean I will be voting for Kamala Harris, no matter what. I will not be voting because I'm not a card-carrying Democrat. Well, that's because you're a bad person. Mm. I am a card-carrying Democrat. I know. That blue wave, though, that was fun, wasn't it? We'll see how long it lasts. The what? We'll see how long it lasts. I think it'll last long. Hmm. America is the best, except it's terrible. All right. Watching, winning, listening to uh, Game of Thrones. You mean ca- you, you catching up, or are you you know rewatching, rewatching, and caught up? Yeah, nice. When's the when's the new season premiere? Um, middle of April. So, uh, do I have enough time to watch the entire series? You might if you do nothing but watch the show. <laughs> I can't go to work. You could probably watch it at work and call it work, couldn't you? No, probably not. Um, I, sh- I really should have started that months ago if I was really going to do it. But like a few weeks, not enough time. Especially now that it's spring and it's kind of nice out that I want want to go to parks and play sports and stuff. Lame. I know. I'm not a cool kid who can watch. The <laughs> We're Game getting of the, the first full trailer for the live action Aladdin tomorrow morning. Wow! Can't wait for that. Movie's gonna suck. Yeah, it's probably gonna suck. It's probably gonna suck bad. <laughs> It's going to suck real bad. Yeah. At least we know that Denny and Keno Nolan and Scorsese are going to have some Keno for us. That's what's keeping me going. That and, uh, and anything Sorkin does next. That's why I just, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see all these, all these movies. 
If they come out. When they come out. If they come out. When they come out. If they come out. Sorkin's is going into production soon, I think. His, uh, I Love Lucy movie? I Love Lucy, he told me he had, he told me, he submitted a script for it. Another draft. So that's gonna be coming shortly. Trial of Chicago 7's casting. Oh, I keep forgetting about that movie. It got delayed because of budget stuff, because First Man didn't do well, so they're like, ugh, do we want to make an old people movie? And I guess they decided they do. So, that'll happen soon. <laughs> Probably next year, so that sucks. But, it keeps the hope alive that there'll be two Sorkin movies in one year, in which I will just drop dead. But, uh, so Game of Thrones for you, very nice. Yeah, what about you? Uh, have you ever heard of a movie called A Clockwork Orange? Yeah. I watched it like for the it. first time. Did you hate it? I liked it. Didn't like it that much, but I liked it. It was kind of, it was neat. The direction from Kubrick, his camera work is just second to none. It's so, really, don't know what it is about it. It's just the wide angles and the, the methodical movement of the camera. It's just it's very transfixing. It's very nice. Um, and I enjoyed it. Uh, Kate Blanchett is the best actress in the world, best actor period in the world, and the evidence you need for that is the Aviator and Carol and Blue Jasmine, the latter of which I watched for the first time a couple days ago, and I really, really liked it. She's obviously a treasure. She's one of the best we've got, and this is definitely her best performance, I think. Uh, it's weird that you say that, because her name's not Donald Gleason. <laughs> it's Kate Blanchett. I know, but Donald Gleason. I'm not familiar with who that is. Has he been in anything? Uh, he was in a little film called About Time. It's a good movie. It's a good ass movie. It's a good movie. It's a good ass movie. Good ass movie. But yeah. Cape Blanchett. By far superior. And then, um, yesterday I went out to see a movie that'll be on Netflix in a couple of days. Triple Frontier, starring Oscar Isaac, Ben Affleck, uh, Charlie Hunnam? Yeah. Yeah, the guy from, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, 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 him. And a couple other people. Um, Pedro Pascal was another one. And then oh, some I other guy. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. Love him. Really good, white knuckle, just immaculately shot action movie. Uh, really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, definitely, eh, yeah, it's definitely my favorite movie of the year so far. It's the unseated Velvet Buzzsaw on my list, uh, which I'm sure is a very high selection on both yours and Josh's Velvet Buzzsaw, the, the movie. <laughs> you guys hated that movie, it makes me sad. What uh, movie? Velvet Buzzsaw? Shitty shit shit shit? Great film? Yeah. The movie's garbage. You're garbage. I love Velvet Buzzsaw. That's true, but that movie was worse than me. No, I like that movie. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. Kirby Enthusiasm, also. TV show? Yeah. I'm never not watching that, but I've been watching it more as of late. And I went through, like, jeez. I, I had a very basic white girl night, and I watched, like, 15 episodes of The Office. <laughs> <laughs> so, yikes. Uh, good show. Very good show. It's it's not as easy to pop in and out as it is as like the West Wing for some reason. I don't know. I always find myself. Uh, are you like, talking about Curb your enthusiasm or the Office? The Office. Curb you can just pop into at any random time. It's still it's as funny as if you watched season one or season eight or six or seven with no context. 
Like mm-hmm. Office, I don't know. It just it feels it, uh, with Office, I either feel like I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe. It just feels like I don't want to watch the episode that I'm watching and like, oh, but I, this arc is better. Or this part of this season's better. Then I go to that season. It's not as good as I think it is. It's a weird show. And then West Wing is every episode Sorkin did is perfect. So whatever. Um, yeah, that'll do it for me. I think. All right. All right, Cody. What do you say we wrap it up? Sure. Let's. All right. Well, next week. What is coming out next week? Us isn't this week. I think it's not next week. Um, when does Shazam come out? April, maybe. I don't know. I thought that came out soon. Hold on. Yeah, we got we got some we got some reactions to that. And that's, oh, April fourth. Apparently, Cody. Believe it or not, it's, it's pretty good. That's what I heard. It's being called a fun movie. Oh dear! Wow, cool. No one cares. Um, What's this Thursday? Is the fifteenth? Yeah, yeah. This week is Wonder Park, Captive State. Have you seen trailers for Captive State? No. It's John Goodman's in it. It's like an it's post alien invasion. I was excited. Oh for yes, that. I have seen every trailer I've seen. I've just become less and less interested in it. To now, I just I don't even care. I'm not. I don't even want to go see it. It just looks so. Unless unless like the reviews and the chat around it are just insanely good it's like in the 90s and rotten tomatoes i don't think i'm gonna go see it it doesn't look mm. interesting to me okay i'm i was never planning on seeing it but okay good I don't maybe know. i will ah you contrarian i'm much more interested in uh nancy drew in the hidden staircase starring the girl from it yeah is that actually coming out yeah apparently Nancy Drew in there. Oh my god, that's the worst poster I've seen in my entire life. Dude, listeners out there, go do yourself a favor and look it up on Wikipedia. And the poster looks like it was just photoshopped. It's, oh, that's bad. That, god, that is so bad. Can't blame, oh no. Yeah. Can't blame, uh, Sophia Lillis for, for being in it. It's a good call. Good agent call, but like, ugh. Do you think that they're trying to make it look like a, uh, a lifetime movie. One of the one of the covers of the books. Uh, maybe, but if, even if that's your goal, you can do a lot better than that. Granted, I can't do it myself, so I probably shouldn't talk because I suck at Photoshop. But still, eek, eek, oof. Oh, and also, you can look forward to our first ever, first ever live streamed podcast, recording live. It's going out in the world. Uh, we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch along to the Big Bang Theory series finale on CBS, and we're okay. just going to give all How about, of our thoughts. Um, it'll be really silent on my end because I'll be hanging in my bathroom. So <laughs> I can you at least set up a mic so you can hear the creaking of the rope? Yeah, I fucking hate that show. <laughs> I do too. I hate it. My family watches it and they like think it's funny, and I just, so, every single so time like, mine. you don't know why this is funny. You don't. You think you you think this is funny for one reason, whereas it's not funny for a completely separate. Well, it's reason. not. There's no jokes. Well, no, the jokes are nerds. References. Stuff. All the, they just say things out loud. They just say, "Oh, look at this thing from Star Wars," and then the laugh track tells people it's time to laugh. But there's no joke. There's no punchline. It's just. You guys are fucking nerds, and we we actually hate nerds, so it's funny to see them be nerdy. Yeah, that's a very fair assessment. God, that, that show could not end. It's This ending is like 
15 seasons overdue. 12, it's 12 <laughs> season at show, so 15 seasons about right. But, yeah. but don't, don't you worry, Cody. When it goes off the air, you have young Sheldon to keep you oh, company. God. <laughs> week by week, young Sheldon. God. Because Big Bang Theory needs to stop. I, uh, <sighs> Idiocracy, just... man. Only in a, only in a world that elects Donald Trump president can a show like the Big Bang Theory be the number one on TV. Cursed. Cursed us all. Well, until next time, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes reveal. Send us an email, RealFlixPodcast at gmail.com. Cody, until next time, bazinga. <laughs> that was awful. Say it. Goodbye. Say bazinga. I'm not going to. Please. No. Please. I'm not going to do it. Do what? I'm not going to say it. Say what? I'm hanging up. (laughs) Hehehehe.